In Turks and Queso, I only wear <laughs> flip-flops. I had an extra spin. Find yourself a new Tyler Murphy. I'm out. Oh, the dream. Until tomorrow. Oh, tea. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> um, I'm Tyler. And I'm not Tyler. <laughs> Travis. Privilege Twinks. Uh-huh, it's a podcast where we talk about and recap the rehaul, the rehaul, the rehaul, the rehaul. Swives. <laughs> of Queso. <laughs> <laughs> That's in Mexico. <coughs> This episode, okay, we started this morning, sorry if this comes out a little late, because we started this morning and then it was so long that we had to, like, take a break and watch more, because you, do you want to talk about anything, what you're doing right now? I'm doing a little educational program for your nerves. That's all. (laughs) It's very intensive, so. Yeah. We had to take a break in the middle because it was like, I guess when it aired on TV, TV, it was probably like an hour and a half, right? Because normally they're only 40 minutes, and this was 54. Yeah, I guess. Um, but I, do you think it was warranted that it was that long? <laughs> I mean, the first half of the episode was pretty dead, so maybe. In the sense of like, well, I guess I could have cut that. That's kind of what I mean. I feel like the first I mean, there was stuff been... that they showed. I guess you could have cut it, but also things were happening that maybe were relevant to what came later on. I don't know. Maybe they could have. I just feel like normally whenever they do an hour and a half one, it's because the entire thing is like jam-packed with drama. Yeah, and I feel like there were like two two, two sections acts. Yeah, that were dramatic. I guess that's true. A mini and a long. Yeah. The end was pretty heavy. The I just, I literally called it when I saw the promo last week mm-hmm. that whenever they, they, they teased the Heather Eye thing. I was like, I just know next week they're not. This is going to be the very last thing they show is Meredith gasping, and then it's going to cut to be continued, and that's exactly what happened. So we're here stuck with another week of basically the same promo as last week. Yeah. And I'm like, if you're going to do an hour and a half one, make that about the the eye drama. Yeah, put it all in there. Yeah. So that's just my opinion on that. It's probably because it's not actually that dramatic. I know. So we can talk about that, I guess, at the very end of this episode. So stay tuned, because (laughs) what I'm not going to do is talk about the end first, like I always do, (laughs) because someone doesn't like it. (laughs) We just start jumping all over the place. (laughs) I know. I mean, we don't have to spend a lot of time on the first half. But I do think it was a good episode overall. Yeah. I feel like this was a more frustrating episode to watch. Not in a, mm-hmm. I, uh, I was entertained, but just frustrated at what was going on. Yeah. In an entertained way. It definitely, um, I don't think it makes the whole episode, I don't think it made Heather look any better. Well, yeah, it's been very, Heather's on a, a slippery slope. Downtrodden. <laughs> that means that. She's, yeah, she's on a downward spiral. She's being trod downwards. <laughs> she's being trodden upon. <laughs> yeah. She's not doing great. Yeah. No. Nah. Which is hard to watch because we were big Heather stands in the past two seasons. I mean, I'm not saying I'm un-Heather stand at this point. I still <laughs> really like Heather, but I don't... I think she either is going through her own situation or she just doesn't like she's gonna watch I hope if she watches this back she's like yeah I was a little bit uh Kunti uh, yeah if you will yeah 
I don't know. I just feel like... Um, <laughs> I feel like she is, like, talking about how Jen, like, doesn't deal with her problems. And then I'm like, you're not dealing with your problems. I don't know. Or, like, doesn't listen. I don't know. Maybe that's not... Maybe that's not... I don't Maybe I'm reading too far into it, but I Wait, what did like you say? being kind of hypocritical a little bit. That Heather... Who? who? Heather is, like, thinking that Jen is, like... I, I don't know. Like, the Jen is, like, giving the ultimatum and being, like, kind of bitchy to her, and then it's, like, Heather is doing it right back to Whitney. Mm. Oh. I don't know. I think they're a little different. They are different, but I feel like... But they're all kind of wrong. Although, at this episode, I would say Whitney was the least wrong. Yeah. Or not really wrong at all. But, anyways, how do we... We start off after last night's fight, and everybody's waking up. And they're you're, you're, acting like you're leading into <laughs> they don't know what's going on. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> so we, we wake up and they're in the pool. Whitney's in the pool. Right. She's exercising. She says, and Lisa says the only thing she was working out was her, was running her mouth last night. Yeah. Um, and this, Lisa says something immediately that I'm like, thank you for saying that. No one's saying this is that Jen's behavior is the same before she was on trial. Right. So it doesn't... Yeah. Which is what we've been saying this all isn't along, a but none of them are saying outburst of a pent-up woman. It's just how you are. Yeah. And she also feels like she's been nothing but a good friend to Jen, and then they like do a whole montage of all the time she's been good to Jen, and then feels like Jen is just basically like shitting on her. She did. She really like picked her up after season one mm-hmm. and carried her. Well, I say carried her, but like when really I went to bat for her. It made I'd... Lisa look bad even. I agree. I agree. Yes, yes. So then we cut back to one week ago, and this is when uh, Whitney's saying, they haven't shown this before, but that Whitney says, like, if Heather keeps acting this way, we're going to need a friend break. Yeah. Which they, I don't think they've shown that clip before. I, I don't know. Maybe. Um, and so then she also is talking about how she feels like in the night before... Heather tried to, like, deflect her and Jen fighting by being like, well, Whitney's the one that showed up in the matching outfit. Yeah, that was weird. Which, later on, Heather denies even, like, saying that. <laughs> but, and Jen denies it, too. So then, they basically are just like, okay, Lisa's like, I'm gonna go grab a Kit Kat and get ready for the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, breakfast, Kit Kat. And Heather's, like, talking, and she said she feels, like, weird about what happened the night before and all this stuff and she doesn't know who's her friend and who's her enemy they're like making breakfast and she said that she thinks that she thinks that Jen was talking mad shit in the hot tub and then this is when Lisa's like no she wasn't talking mad shit she was just saying that she feels like your friendship isn't the same and like that her it's more emotional than like talking shit which I'm glad Lisa said that because Lisa's been dropping lots of little truth nuggets all over the place it was more like that I mean Jen was like talking about Heather and maybe saying some bad things about her, but it wasn't like she was just talking shit about her. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember exactly what was said. So I remember thinking it's not a a writer. It wasn't a conversation. Somebody who's writer die would have Yeah, with strangers. I, they're not strangers with, (laughs) with other people though. Like, I feel like if you're saying you're writer die, like you, the whole, that whole thing is like, in public, I always support you, and in private, I'll tell you when you're wrong. 
Mm. But behind closed doors. That's, yeah. in my opinion, what it implies. So going to a group of other people and complaining about it is not right or die behavior. True. But I Although saying, I don't know if Jen says she's right or die for Heather. Mm. But it's not exactly loyal either, so. Right. And what does Heather need most? Loyalty. Right. So all of a sudden. That's the hypocrisy. That's kind of where I was trying to go. We're jumping towards the end here. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so then we cut to Jen and Angie talking, and... <laughs> She's oh, like, is this when Angie's like... Angie's saying, like, it's okay, like, I know you were joking about the... Like, she basically is like, I accept your apology and everything. And Angie's like, Jen is a real friend. And then they cut to her throwing her shoes off the boat, which I love. Yes, hilarious. <laughs> a day before. Yeah. Um, and Jen says that she wants to push the reset button. Then we cut back to Heather, and she's saying that she thinks that they all have a toxic relationship with Jen. And then they literally show Jen screaming at every single one of them in the past. Yes. There was a lot of recalls in this one. Uh-huh. Which I know they do that on the show a lot, but there was a ton in this one. Shitty behavior. <laughs> and Heather was saying she almost didn't want to go on the trip um, because of how Whitney and her aren't having fun, which does call back again to Whitney being like, we're not having fun together. What are you talking about? And even Heather is admitting it, so... Yeah. Um, and they're basically just like saying that they there's a pattern of behavior with Jen and with all of them, but mostly with Jen, where like they all get drunk and then Jen gets violent. Turn that off. Hmm. While you knew we were recording and everything. Is it our housewives group chat? <laughs> I don't know what it was. Early now is not the time. You bet. So then she says. She doesn't feel like... She says she doesn't feel like she goes deep enough with Jen because she feels like if she does go deep enough, then she wouldn't want to be her friend. Which says a lot. Yeah. That says a lot, a lot. Uh-huh. I don't understand. It's just so weird how she does fight so hard for her on camera when Jen's not there. Right. Like, I'm thinking about the dinner and, like, everything, and they're so gung-ho. And then, like... Literally that morning, she's saying this. Doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Well, was that a confessional, or was it actually there? It was. I think she said that to Lisa at the breakfast. Oh, okay. So, so Lisa says she's excited for a beach day, and this is when we get the Turks and Queso <laughs> comment. She's basically saying like, "Well, San Diego's not Turks and Caicos, but she can't. She just keeps saying queso over and over again." Don't use that. Don't. Yeah, she says don't use that. <laughs> use it anyway. Okay, th- what do you think about these beach party planners? Because they were... Imagine you're hungover, and you just think you're going to the beach. You just ate breakfast. You're very hungover. Because everyone drank the whole day the, night, the day before. Right. And you go to the beach, and then immediately they're like, Ladies, over here! Come to the beach! Let's play games! <laughs> I just spit on Travis's face. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. What do you think of that? I don't think it's their fault. I think maybe don't schedule morning games on the beach when you are going to drink the night before. Uh, yeah, I guess. It also looked really fun. The, 
The sand castle building? The, the ball. No. The ball thing. That was fun. Uh-huh. But also the sand did not look soft where they were doing it. It looked like really hard. Were you supposed to get buckets of water when you do it? What do you mean? You're supposed to wet the sand to, in order to build sand castles. No, not the sand castle part. The ball part and the sack race. It looked uh, like they were doing it so close to the ocean that if you fell, it would hurt. True, Whereas true, if true. you just did it like over in the soft sand, it wouldn't hurt. Yeah, but it's hard to run in soft sand for some people. Well, I mean, in general, it is hard to run in sand. Yeah, I guess. Especially some people. We don't have to get into this. It did look like they were having a lot of fun. Um, some people are very competitive. Whitney? And Heather. Okay, do you think that it was shady editing that they said... Okay, let's look at the final sandcastles, and then Whitney destroyed Heather's sandcastle. Or do you think she really did that right then? I mean, the other guy said, "Don't just don't touch the other sandcastle." The instructor screamed, "Don't break her their castle." Yeah, but it, to me, it was like they. I feel like they never announced a winner on the sandcastles. So to me, in my head, I'm like, did they announce that Heather's team won, and then Whitney destroyed? Yeah, I don't know. Whereas they didn't show them announce it. I don't think the guy would have said don't destroy the castle if they'd already judged it. Yeah, he would have. I don't know. He would have been like, that's me. Oh, who knows? We don't have enough information. I don't know. To me, no one took that seriously. And if someone destroyed my sand castle before it was judged, I would take it seriously. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> um, the sack races looked fun. Really, this is the only good part that Dana had all episode where she was like... Oh, Jen's cheating in that. I wonder what else she's cheating on. Ooh. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did back down on it. Um, so then they all are kind of like sitting in the car and... Not in the car. At the beach still. And Heather asks Angie how the trip is going. And she said in the car over, Jen and her were like hugging the whole time. Holding hands. Holding hands, even. <laughs> what a what? what if It feels like a fever dream. The whole day yesterday. It's been no, one An- day. No, Angie and Jen. <laughs> they went from like <laughs> close friends to maybe destroyed friendship to buddy buddy. In one day. In, like, in the course of like 8, 48 hours. hours. Not yeah. even. Well, the day before plus. They the left the morning before and now it's that morning. I know. Whatever. <laughs> I just mean not even two days. One day. So. So then they go surfing. Some of them. And then the others go to... Oh, sorry. We gotta back up. Lunch. I'm just... I, it makes me lose a little bit of respect. For, for Yeah. Like, what a pushover. I mean, she literally screamed yeah. at... Well, she screamed at her before. And then, after all this, dumped the thing on her. I mean, who is buying this light in the mood mess? Is anybody actually buying it? Here's the thing, though. Besides Heather and Meredith. I like to think if I was on a trip like this and me and a really good friend got on a fight, in a fight, I wouldn't, I guess she was talking like a lot of big game, like going to make Jen pay for the party and all that stuff. But to me, I'm kind of like, okay, if I'm stuck on this trip for four days and this is my only real friend here, I guess I'll get over a lot of things to like enjoy my time. Yeah. But in the confessional, she said she wouldn't look at her the same way. But she's acting like everything's fine in real life. And I guess maybe that's the thing, like, it's new, they just wants it to be over with or whatever, but that's, I don't know. It was just a lot for it to just be, like, so meh, to end that way. It was, yeah. I don't know. 
So Lisa, Whitney, no, Lisa, Heather, and Jen go to lunch. And the rest stay back to surf. Which Meredith doesn't even surf. Which basically she just meant, I don't want to go to that lunch. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and this it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This is when... I guess we can... I, I want to put a little thing up front here. Trigger content warning. Yes. Yeah, so there is mention of suicide a pretty good amount for the rest of the episode. And I don't ever want to come from a place where I am, like, trying to diagnose someone or, like, talk negatively about someone's mental health. We um, take mental health very seriously and we would never... Um, comment diminish. on yeah diminish anybody's experience or anything like that yeah but it's gonna come up in the context of a fight and the housewives and so the housewives. we want to talk about it but we want to also be respectful yes we we're saying we respect the situation but we're but we also want to talk about it and we're humans so right. hopefully we don't say something too stupid at lunch Lisa is saying that. On the boat, she thought that her and Jen were, like, fine. She didn't know that her basically saying that she was... What she was doing with the whole champagne on the head thing, taking Angie K's side, quote-unquote, would make Jen do all that stuff to her. Like, she didn't... She was just trying to be there for Angie, basically. Mm. And that Jen kind of went crazy on her. She did. On the boat. Uh-huh. And Heather also says, like, last night you gave me an ultimatum, which Jen keeps denying, which makes me think she doesn't know what an ultimatum is. <laughs> I agree. Because she literally has been denying that she did it the whole time, and it's literally the words coming out of her mouth are giving an ultimatum. Right. Like, there's no denying that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then she's like, Jen said, Heather asked, do you think our relationship is toxic? And Jen said, yes. That she's still mad about the whole Angie Harrington thing. Heather said, how does it make you feel that, like... How do you think it makes me feel that you were talking mad shit about me in the hot tub? And Jen said she didn't. And then they show things that show that she did. Mm. (laughs) And then Heather said that she doesn't want to feel like... That any day Jen could just, like, turn on her and throw her shoes over the boat. Like, she doesn't want to become what Angie is on this trip, basically. Right, so maybe don't laugh at Jen throwing somebody else's shoes over the the boat. That too. And Jen said that, like, a screaming, like, you're the flip-flop, Heather. You should wear flip-flops, Heather, Mm because you are a flip-flop. What a dud. And then you can, like, see it on Jen's face that they, like, are kind of getting... I think you can kind of read on her face that, like, she knows she's in the wrong in this moment. And I think Lisa... Or she doesn't says, know how to defend herself. <clears throat> maybe. But Lisa even says, like, you can tell, like, maybe we're getting through to her on, like, what we want her to feel. <laughs> because you can't just make people, people feel 
shitty all day and then be like, I didn't do anything. Like, you right. have to take a little bit of accountability. Yeah, because she said, Lisa, I think, had said that Jen wrecked her day. Yeah. Or like, yeah. She, or like for the whole day she's been thinking about it. Definitely. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then this is when Jen says that she tried to commit suicide. Mm. She says that on the day, on that day, that she found out that Shaw Exposed was created... They didn't say if she if it was the day that she found out about the account or that she found out that the account was made by Angie Harrington's husband. We don't know that. On that day, she implies she locked herself in the bathroom, tried to kill herself, and Shaw, Coach Shaw had to knock the door down and find her and take him to the hospital. Yeah. Which obviously is a very painful sad. experience and yeah. very sad. And I also understand that like she's going through a lot. And that she's already talked about how she is kind of like... She's she's kind of alluded at it a couple times on the show. Right. So I don't want to diminish the fact that she is having these feelings. What I really don't like about this is that she is deflecting from her being shitty to all of her friends by making them immediately feel bad for her because she tried to commit suicide. When it makes... There's no correlation to these conversations. Right. It's the fact that she's well, using I think that she, against... She's weaponizing it to make them feel sorry for her. I mean... To get out of being wrong. There was a tie-in in that she's mad at Heather about staying friends with Angie hmm. over this issue. <clears throat> and part of the issue is that it pushed her to a darker place mentally. In which she tried that. But I still agree. I don't... I think um, Lisa said it best. You know, she just dropped something very heavy on the table. Bob the Builder couldn't move it. Yes. And so she just shut the conversation down. That's what it was. Yeah. So... There's no really progression from there. Right. Because how are you not going to only have that to talk about? Right. I think the thing is, is that... She's talking about how she's referencing the hard time she's going through and how it's pushed her to these like extremes. However, what they're saying is that how you treat people is still well is important, and you're not treating people well, and you've never treated people like you've done this before. Yeah. So I don't, you know, so they're not really related. Yeah. So really, she's just using this as a way to just shut down an uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. And it felt like the rest of the night, she brought it up again to be like, you can't touch me. I tried to kill myself. Right. Which I don't think is cool at all. Yeah, I don't think so either. And, I mean, it's important for people to, like, you know, get the help that they need. It's important for people to be able to talk about things. Like, sometimes things like that are too taboo, and people who need help don't talk about it because they don't want to, like, there's stigma around it. And so, like, it's not saying that you shouldn't speak up about those types of experiences. Um, Please do. But don't... Yeah, but the point is, like, I mean, don't just use it as self-defense. Yeah. For for your bad behavior. Yeah. Especially, I think, later on when she mentions it again, like, Meredith is sitting at the table, and they do cut, like, immediately to Meredith, because, like, she's literally been talking about all season how her family's been going through like having a family member who tried to kill themselves and how hard it's been on everybody and like mm. trying to raise awareness for it and this just doesn't feel like the right way to raise awareness for it. Right. So 
They don't really go too much else there. That's kind of the end of it, right? We do see on the car ride back, it's kind of like a very somber tone. And I feel like they feel like they can't talk about anything else that they want to talk about with Jen. Yeah. Um, and we cut back to the house and everyone's having like a really fun time um, getting ready for the Maryland party. And... Mm. Why did everybody say, everybody said Monroe? Monroe? Marilyn Monroe. It's probably just because we're not from Utah. <laughs> yeah. But then later they said Monroe. Who did? Heather. I don't know about Whitney. But in the in the, at the, the event she was saying Monroe, and then in a confessional she said Monroe. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe she was just like repeating what the other girls were saying. Yeah. And then in the confessional she said I just like, thought it was funny. What Ma- I didn't think is Marilyn funny. Monroe. I don't understand why they felt the need to edit every single one of them walking out in the wig with the last name Monroe. That just doesn't make any sense to me. It was fun for them, I guess. <laughs> they got they already did the they already did a lot of editing this episode for no reason. Yeah. The, the teams they put their names on it when they're surfing, which I did think that was funny because when they cut the Meredith, they still put her name on it, but she's just in the sand. Um, I don't know. I feel like it gave. Uh... You know, they put it, like, they got dressed up, they have the little outfits, it gives them a little oh, moment. <laughs> you know, I think they it's all fine. They really good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's fun. I did think it was funny that she, Whitney's literally handing them out of an Amazon box. Right, yes. Like, no need to go get, you know, full <laughs> human hair lace fronts. Amazon wigs, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, they do all have, like, maybe all have, like, hairstyles there, too. Whose was your favorite? Honestly... Whitney's. Or maybe Meredith's. I liked Meredith's. I think I might have liked Meredith's the best, except for I think she looked the least like Marilyn. Yeah. I like seeing Meredith and Lisa because you never see them not dark hair. Oh, true. Whereas I guess Whitney and Heather, it's kind of like, okay, it just doesn't look too off. Yeah. And then Jen's, since she brought a professional one, just did not match anybody else's. Yeah. So, they go to a restaurant called Boards and Barrels. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Or barrel, yeah. I don't know what the barrel comes from. I guess beer. Yeah. But I feel like when we're in San Diego next, we should go there because... Charcutes? It's just fun. The idea of just going to a restaurant and your food's already on the table and it's yeah. all just out and ready to eat. Like, just pick up. Why not? Reminds me of, like, Korean barbecue a little bit. Like, as when as soon as you get there... So if you have to cook your food. Yeah, but as soon as you get there, all the, like, little appetizers and stuff are already on the table. You can, like, immediately um, eat. Yeah. So they get to the restaurant. Um, they're kind of, like, laughing, asking, like, how was surfing and everything. And then they were, like... Whitney's, like, how was dinner? Or lunch? And then... Jen was, like, let's not talk about it. It's too emotional. And then Whitney was, like, okay, I just want to, like... Like, are we, on a, are we on a better page? And then, like, immediately Jen's like, well, since you're digging. Yeah. Which is... Inquisitive little girl. She literally was just like, oh, it was, also, it was very was weird. selling shirts that say little girl on them. Nice. Somebody should have monetized it. And this other account 
this account on Instagram. I think they're called SLC Housewives. Mm-hmm. SLC Housewives are selling merch that say garbage whore. Oh, nice. <laughs> I feel like I this was very uh, ugly of her to do. Like, you know, it didn't make sense why she got, like, it wasn't what she was asking. So, she just wanted to know, like, are, are we on a better page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a group. So her reaction was very strange, and then, um, and I really, I think she just took the opportunity to, like, get the spotlight off of her, because she immediately throws the conversation to Whitney and Heather. Well, she says what she said at the last dinner, or at at lunch. She's Mm -hmm. like, and since you need to know this, but then she's like, but how's your relationship with Heather? Which, again... Is not how you talk about these issues. Yeah. She she shut it down immediately. We're not talking about this. What are your problems? So basically saying, like, we can't talk about my problems anymore. Yeah. But yeah, it's just a shutdown, right? Like you said. I mean, that was the point. She shut down any further conversation about her and moved it on to somebody else. Yeah. Uh, and she even immediately said the hot tub thing. And then she's like... Why don't you tell why don't you tell Heather what you said in the hot tub? So it's like she drops a bomb. She says, So we're not allowed to talk about my problems. Now let's talk about what you did in the hot tub. Not even like what not even what she did in the hot tub anymore. Just what Whitney did in the hot tub now, apparently. Yeah. Which is the whole friend thing. Um or friend break thing. So a ton of things happen here. Which also makes me be like, why was this episode an hour long? Because we literally, like, this is the part of the episode where I feel like I need to summarize, and I'm like, we're not even, like, halfway through a normal episode of our end, on our end, which means there wasn't that much to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's try to do this. Basically, Whitney and Heather are going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, because Whitney's saying, you don't listen when I tell you what the problem is, and... Heather keeps being like, I'm listening, and then immediately cutting her off. Right. Over and over and over again. Which is the problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that in itself is the problem. Case in point. Whitney does try to tell her that she doesn't like how whenever she has another problem with someone else, she tries to immediately bring it back to Whitney, which is referencing the her and Angie matching conversation that was happening last night yeah um and whitney's like or heather said i don't do that and jen said you better watch what you're saying yeah i don't i was very confused but at this maybe it's just because they brought up angie again i don't know i was like what is she talk? what is she getting defensive about yeah i didn't understand that either and heather said that she would never intentionally do anything to hurt whitney which is a du- i mean that's to her Whitney. Right. But also, <laughs> I hate... This is like a cop-out when people yeah. say this. Like, of course, nobody... Most people don't normally set off to, like, say or do things to purposely hurt people they care about. But if you do, unintentionally do so, you still have to, like, acknowledge it. Uh-huh. So just saying, I wouldn't purposefully do it, doesn't mean you don't have to apologize for things you did bad. Yeah. I agree. I feel like it's a housewife's truck. It is. Too. Because I mean, we were watching Miami. Never say anything like that. We were watching in Miami, and they literally were like, 
one of them was like, girls, let's start anew. I just, like, you know I'm not a bad person, so anything I ever did in the past to hurt you, like, I didn't mean it. Yeah, like, what is that? What is that? What is that? (laughs) And it's giving this. Um, so basically in a confessional, Heather is kind of, like, screaming, like, I am listening. What am I not listening for? Like, what am I trying, what am I trying to hear? Like, you're not saying anything. Yeah. Which I do think it's because it's not, a, like, a tangible one thing that she did or said that Whitney's not, like, saying, well, when you did X, Y, Z, that is when it hurt me, that I think Heather can't wrap her head around it. It's very bizarre, because Whitney's also saying it's not that deep, you just have to, like, own up to it, <clears throat> or, like, without adding extra things. Yeah. Which is what she does. So just do that. Yeah. And then the whole time And she won't do it. Which is cutting her off and demeaning being demeaning. It exactly. And I don't understand why it's so hard for her to just be like I'm sorry. Like I didn't I know you're going through a lot and I shouldn't have done that. Don't ask me. I it's really I think all she's looking for. I don't know. I think it's well, actually I do ask me. <laughs> because I think what it is at the root of it all is Heather is still mad that Whitney tried to rope her in on the Lisa rumor thing when she oh, yeah. wasn't supposedly doesn't yeah because that. she kept bringing Lisa up into this like how about Lisa and, which is unrelated I mean but not to Heather it's not unrelated yeah and also it's kind of annoying because I think I mentioned this a little bit last time where Heather's viewpoint a lot of times starts to feel like strategic not not like. Lisa Vanderpump chess strategic, but in like she realizes she's on a show, and like there's certain things that she needs to do, you know, friendship alliance wise or whatever, and she's a little too transparent about it if that's how she's gonna operate, um, because she talked like even in this episode she said, um, she was just talking about it in a way that was very like I need friends in this group who I can trust and who are going to have my back. And that's what she's upset about. I think is that really is that her and Whitney were supposed to be the safe space in this particular friend group. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause she was saying, I don't know who's my friend, who's my enemy. She's talking about it very like fourth Wally in my opinion, yeah. a little bit too. I, I think if she would just focus on being herself and, like, being genuine with people, then she would be golden. But instead, she's thinking too much about how she can cover herself in this, like, extreme environment of social, like, reality TV. And it makes us, as an audience, dislike her. Right. Where I don't think she... That's obviously not her point. (laughs) But it doesn't make anything feel too real. Yeah. You're basically saying you're mad that you don't have your alliance. Yeah, exactly. And maybe that's why she's <clears throat> okay with Jen's behavior because she has a good time with Jen, but she knows Jen's not like gonna be there for her in certain ways, whereas Whitney always was. I don't know. I'm kind of going down a track here, but it's not fully formed, so I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> but it's a little annoying. Well, at this part, so they do bring up the whole rumor thing. At this part, Meredith says, <laughs> Meredith jumps in for some reason. <laughs> and was like trying to talk about the whole like let's talk about the rumors thing like you we need to set this record straight or whatever and then Whitney says like when you came over everything was really awkward and we like did silverware for 30 minutes because we didn't know what to talk about 
So that means the vibes were off in them and that you felt like you needed to talk about, talk shitty about Lisa. Yeah, I didn't get the, I didn't get the logic behind that. (laughs) That made no sense at all. Unless she was saying they had talked about the fact that they were going to say those types of things on camera previously. I guess. So there's that. But also, she made a comment about somebody needs to take the alcohol away from Meredith. And I was like, Whitney does not need to be saying that. Uh, yeah. After right. all this loppiness. The one time she, I mean, so not that I'm talking ju- about it all. Right. <laughs> not that I'm judging that at all. I'm just saying, like, don't go on TV and start talking about other people drinking, girl. Yeah. I do feel like Whitney was not drunk for this conversation, which was good. Yes. Because all the other times you want to root for her and then you're like, girl, you're not making yourself look good. I have. <laughs> we haven't got there yet. No, I just. Uh, <laughs> I have. I have. <laughs> this is when Lisa. I have. <laughs> Lisa speaks up and says that she thinks everyone just needs to take accountability for things they say, and Whitney's like, "I agree." Um, and this is when. Jen is like, okay, if we're taking accountability for what we say, then Whitney, why'd you say you and Heather need to take a friend break? Which then sets Heather off again. Mm-hmm. Which she didn't even say, or I think Jen said like, we're why'd you say you're on friend break? But in the hot tub, she said, I think we might need to take a friend break. I think what Whitney had said was that if she continues this sort of behavior, then we might need to take a break. Mm-hmm. Like an official, like we're not. I or well, I don't know how you officialize that, but because it sounds like they weren't talking that much, anyways. Right. But I guess maybe in her mind they were like still friends, but just trying to like figure something out. And then if Heather or if, yeah, if Heather wasn't gonna do these things, then when he was gonna put like actual space between them. Yeah. So. So this is when. Heather just starts going on and on and on. I literally just wrote blah, 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 because I don't even know what they were saying back and forth to each other, because they were just talking over each other. Yeah, this was the only thing that I think... I, I This whole conversation, I felt Whitney was in the right, and as far as what she, how, what she was saying about her situation. The only thing... And it's annoying, because I think maybe Jen or Heather said something about it, but at her initial points of, like, you're not listening to me, blah 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 like that was a good thing to say but at some point you she needed to like repeat it yeah and i feel like she kept saying the same thing over and over again like even though heather was acknowledging what she was saying even whether she got it or not like if you're not gonna say it again if you're not gonna get to the root of it I think then she did get eventually there i don't think she got to i don't th- i i think she said one thing out of multiple but well now who's jumping the gun me. <laughs> me but I was just saying because you were talking about her, the blah like they're just at this point where they're just going back and forth saying the same thing well, over and over this again this part that I wrote blah 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 and then Heather says like loyalty is a deal breaker so guess what deal broken bitch which was so annoying she just has all these little one liners about how she's done with friendships even and, though she's not Yeah. and also loyalty is not a deal breaker for you also because don't say you lost me and then get mad at someone else for thinking you're on a friend break
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, exactly. The definition of, you basically told her, like, we're not friends anymore. Yes, yes. (laughs) And then also, Jen's not loyal to you, which is part of what this episode was about. And then you're going to sit there at the table and say, loyalty, blah, blah, blah. And you aren't loyal to Jen either, 100%, apparently. Right. So, what are you talking about? This part is when Whitney says that Heather shows Jen more loyalty than, even though Jen has done worse things to her. Agree. Um, and if you're that close to Whitney, then you should ride, like, why aren't you going just as hard? Yeah. Right. Heather says, this is all bullshit, which I feel like is kind of Whitney's, like, re-trigger back from the, the, like, Heather's was the friend break, now this bullshit thing is Whitney's. And basically, (laughs) they're like, Heather said it's all bullshit, they argue like, they keep arguing over each other, and Whitney's saying she's deflecting. Whitney starts, like, clapping and screaming, and Heather keeps interrupting her again and again. Um, and then Whitney says, like, you're doing it right now. And she's accusing, like, what am I doing wrong? She's like, you're doing it right now. And then she's like, we need to say that. And then, then we get, I have. I have. <laughs> now Lisa is saying that Whitney is trying to say, what she needs to say and Heather's not hearing her and she's kind of like why are you getting into it um and Whitney's like Lisa Heather has said so much or Heather's like Lisa Whitney said so much bad things about you in the past so why are you friends with her basically which makes you think maybe the root of this whole thing is that she just doesn't like Lisa being friends with Whitney maybe because this is like, why are you bringing that up? Like, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Ugh. That's why this was frustrating. There wasn't a lot of re- resolution. There was a lot of misdirection. Like, they're arguing about something, but it's all deeper issues. But what exactly is it? Nobody's really saying. Yeah. Well, this is when Whitney comes back and Heather's like, what do you need to say? Everyone at the table, be quiet so we can hear her. Which is just so demeaning. Right, which I'm glad she said, because it was. Yeah, Whitney says demeaning, and then Meredith says, let's move on. And Whitney's like, no, let's not fucking move on. No, Lisa was the one who said, I think we need to take a break. Oh, yeah, you're right. I guess Meredith says that we should move on. And then at some point, Lisa says we should take a break. Um, I don't know. They just keep going back and forth. At some point, they talk... Whitney says that the root of it is that, like, she was trying to have this open, raw conversation with all the girls, including Heather, about abuse she suffered as a child. And that same day, Heather just, like, basically took a shit on her (laughs) and shoved her against the wall. And I think it... I think at the end of the day, that's the real root of it for Whitney, is, like, I feel like I was trying to have this thing up this open conversation with you about how people have walked all over me in the past and been abusive. And then you're, I feel like you're doing it back to me without even listening to me. And what I think the real root of it is, is when 
Heather said you were making the whole weekend about yourself. Which Whitney didn't say that. But that's kind of what I feel. Yeah. Um, at one point, she says, like, you're too far up Lisa's asshole. Like, go crawl up Lisa's asshole until you feel safe. Ooh, yeah, that was rude. Which didn't have anything to do with anything again. Um, and then Lisa said that she felt like a plushy prize at the state fair. Yes. <laughs> like, they're both just fighting over her now. Which is really ironic, because they both hated her for two seasons. Yes. Um, and then... Then Heather starts being like, well, I'm sorry you felt this, and I'm sorry for this, and I'm sorry for this. And Dana's like, you're literally being so passive-aggressive right now. Like, don't apologize if you don't mean it, basically. Yeah. And Whitney says, I don't accept your apology because you don't mean it. And this is the definition of gaslighting, which I think set Heather off even more. Yeah. I do think it's gaslighting. Well, I don't know if she was gaslighting her, but... I feel like the whole season, she's basically being like... You're not telling me what's wrong. You're diminishing me. So, I mean, I don't know. It depends on how, like, deep you want to get into, like, an actual definition. Gaslighting is, like, when you're specifically making somebody question their sanity, in a way. Or, like, they're meant... uh, It's not... It can be sanity, but it's, like, that didn't happen. You're remembering wrong. I didn't say that. Well, she did say that about the, the night before. Having two different takes on something that happened isn't necessarily gaslit, is all I'm saying. Okay. If she was like, Whitney, you're crazy. Your trauma has, like, hurt your brain and you can't even remember what happened. Or that's not how it happened. You're so mad you can't see the truth. Like, that's gaslighting. Mm. But I do feel like there's a little bit of that there. And I also... I think it's just more complicated. I think Whitney thinks that... I think she's mad that Heather didn't, like... Like you said, the thing she said about that, but also Heather's mad because she tried to rope... Like, Whitney has to, like, take accountability for putting Heather in a bad situation. But I think Heather's not gonna... Or Whitney's not gonna take that accountability because she knows that Heather knew the information. Yeah, but she didn't need Heather to corroborate it. But she wants her to now. She wants her to admit... That she was lying about not knowing about the Jonas ticket thing. Because there's I don't a- think it was friendly behavior on Whitney's part. Oh, I don't think it was either. So I think she was wrong to do that. But and I, I think, think she and was- I don't think, and I think pushing Heather to even if she knows for a fact Heather's lying, I think pushing her when she was in the wrong in the first place is wrong. I think she knows that... I, yeah, I agree with that. But I think she, like, has seen this, like, pattern of, like, purposefully, quote, forgetting things. Mm-hmm. But and this wasn't the way to deal with it. No, I agree with that. Yeah. So I just think that's why they're not getting anywhere is because they're not... Both of them are kind of sailing past... They're mad about their points and they're sailing past the others because the other ones won't admit to what they did. Yeah. So I don't know. So, then they go out dancing at a club. Basically, Whitney and Lisa and Dana are dancing. And the others are on this, like, higher part of the club, which I'm guessing is kind of like a VIP area type of thing. Uh-huh. And they're just, like, looking down. And Heather just keeps saying, like, fuck Whitney over and over again. Yeah. And Not cute. No. Then they get back on the Sprinter van and they go home. I was glad to see that they got pizza. Because in my head I was thinking, like, 
all these women ate was a charcuterie board, and we didn't even see them ever touching it, really. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were drinking all day, and then they went out clubbing. <laughs> um, then they get back to the house. Um, a whole bottle of something is broken on the front porch. Mm-hmm. Front stoop. And Jen, like, pretty much immediately just takes her top off, and it's off for the rest of the night. <laughs> Like, bouncing through the halls, bouncing through the pool, on the glass. Titties everywhere. I feel like that's the first time that I've really seen that on Housewives. That they're just out for the whole rest of the night. Like, no shirt on at all. Yeah. They they have come out before. I don't know if they've stayed out. Uh, and at some point, Heather's fully come out. And she's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um... They make a point to show them all taking their wigs off, I feel like. And maybe this is just me reading into it, but I remember last week when they showed the next time on and someone got to the door, mm-hmm. there was a big, tall, blonde Marilyn wig on the person's head that answered the door. Heather's door at 4.50 a.m. So, they do make a point to like show everyone taking their wigs off, basically. And then around, let's see, at 2.45, Heather is, like, taking taking her top off. I did think this was funny. The producer asked, like, did it remind you of college? <laughs> she was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> we could not do that at BYU. And then Whitney goes to bed. Lisa goes to bed. Jen and the rest of them are still up. I think at some point Danny goes to bed, but they don't show it. Yeah. So Jen and Heather are like the last ones left at like 3.24 a.m. They all go to bed. Then we see Heather lock her door at 3.28 a.m. And then at 4.50 a.m. the door handle starts shaking. And then she opens the door. And they cut before showing that someone's wearing a wig. Yeah. Whereas on the next time on, they didn't cut that. You could see someone wearing the wig. So it's Jen. It's definitely Mm. Jen at the door. Unless someone put their wig back on. Right. (laughs) The only person we know to have a wig on after 3 a.m. is Jen. Um, And then it cuts to seven hours later. We see Heather has texted Meredith, come to my room right now. She says, please come here. Jen is also in the room. So they're at this little table in Heather's room. And... Heather has glasses on, and then she has the big reveal that, like, makes Meredith <gasps> quake. <laughs> Quiver. And we also see that she she pulls up her shirt, and there's, like, scratches on all over her arm. Yeah, that was weird. Which is a new detail. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to to be continued. So, do you have any theories on what happens? I don't know. I think they're cranking it up. To, the, the I feel like uh, an actual assault would have, like come out already although i don't remember if on potomac when monique and candace got into a fight if that actually was like news before that there was a physical altercation but i feel like it was because she sued her yeah but i don't know but i feel like it would have come out but it was public too oh that's right that's right that's right you're right i just was like i would be shocked if they kept something like that under wraps so but maybe I originally thought maybe, like, they're just editing it this way and she, like, fell down or was yeah. struck or something. But the marks on her arm kind of do look like 
scratches from nails and right. yeah so it does i don't know i don't know also I think, i'd be surprised if jen did it if she's in her room with her well maybe what i'm thinking is her and jen did get into some kind of altercation in the middle of the night and they kind of both decided that they don't remember either don't remember <laughs> or that they don't that they are past it and they don't want to talk like anything to come out about it oh but there's a reason i mean there's a reason that she said come here to my room quickly or whatever basically like it doesn't seem yeah i don't know why she would do that if she just fell down exactly it seems like something you just show up and be like wow my debts also mm. like that seems like something if it was like urgent and you were like hurt then you would call the medic you wouldn't call meredith right <laughs> like unless it's like we need to talk about what happened last night right it seems very that that's what i think too yeah well we'll have to wait again again watch next week there's not even another i know shit no next week's not holiday week is it no no wait it is next week's christmas oh is it (laughs) but it's it's like pre-christmas so um okay well i guess we can wrap it up there i do feel like I don't know, I just want to say a little something of, like, if you are going through something, never feel like you can't talk about it. We just wanted to reiterate, since this episode had some heavy topics, that um, taking care of yourself and your mental health is very important. If you don't have anybody in your life that you trust well enough, or whatever your circumstances are, there's always so many um, resources out there for you. So just, you know. Yeah, take care of yourself. Right. And... We're big proponents of that on this podcast. So take care of yourselves until next week. We will be back with episode. I mean, not until next week and then no. stop. Like, you know, <laughs> no. take care. It's of more yourself. of a long-term strategy. <laughs> take care of yourself. And until next week, we'll be back with Privilege Twinks, episode 12. I'm Tyler. I'm Travis. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>